can wear my hat now, can't I? This is my little little sound test here. Um, that is really loud, so I'm going to go a little bit further back because I do tend to project my voice when I speak. Yeah, you're much louder than me. Because I'm partially deaf as well, I tend to be louder. Well, you're the host. You should be a bit louder, maybe. And you're elder, for that matter. There you go. Um, yeah, we haven't done this since... When, when's the last time we done the bar is loaded? 2018. 14. <laughs> no, it was 2006. 17? 18? We only met in 2017. I hope you didn't put anything else on that fucking that thing I had to fill out for you because I put 2017. No, it said if you'd known them for more than three years, has it yet? Yeah, it's four, yeah. Four years. Four years. How time flies. I'm, I'm just going to keep rolling with this, I think. I'll play it back and then we'll just pick the recording up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back to The Bar Is Loaded. I'm your host, Danny Taylor. And co-host, Thomas Regan. We're back for season three. Chris is fired. He's done a terrible job. <laughs> That's harsh. Any messing? I think he's here. I think he's doing a bit of training. Yeah. How are we, Thomas? Welcome back. Thank you. I'm good. It's good to be back. Why are we doing this? Why, 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 have, we, why have we put the defibs on the, uh, on the Bar Is Loaded, on the podcast? Just thought, you know what, when I was in Canada... Um, I was doing my own podcasting and I kind of missed it when I come back and I was like, what better way to do it than come back to the original podcast that we started. The OG. Yeah, the OG hosts. Yeah, we uh, we had a couple of good episodes. We had a, we had a good run. I think we, we ended up recording, what, like 15 episodes Something for the, like for the yeah. first season. Yeah. Some of them didn't make it to a... Uh, no. Probably for the best... Uh, yeah, so if you don't know me, uh, I'm the owner, I'm the founder, the director of Taylor Strength Training. Uh, have been since 2011, and I found a passion for coaching people. So this is for you guys who are tuning in for the first time. Otherwise, uh, skip forward a few minutes because you're going to hear a little reintroduction of me and Thomas, I guess. Yep. Uh, but, you know, if you've got nothing else to do, <clears throat> lockdown, then uh, yeah, you can... Tune in and waste your time listening to our pathetic accounts of the last few years. So, are you going to start then? Should I? Yeah, go on. All right, then. Give you the floor. Uh, all right, already introduced yourself. Um, background, uh, bit of a nerd, love gaming. Um, found a passion for helping people, ultimately. And that's what led to me starting my own fitness business at the time. Uh, and then as my training kind of evolved over the years and I got more into strength training, um, then so did the coaching. Uh, I was inspired by people like Joe DeFranco, Zach Evanesh, all these big like S&T coaches over in the States. Uh, I wanted what they had. I knew that I had to work hard for it and uh, I always had like a strong work ethic, uh, not so much in the early days. Um, but it was always there, I think. Um, I always dreamed of opening my own gym, and I'm a stubborn bastard, so I don't know. So 2015 it was, May 2015, I opened my first facility after coaching from 2010. So I've been coaching for 10 years now, recently retired. Uh, on to fresher, newer pastures, big fishing trip. That's an inside joke, so hopefully a few of you get that one. But yeah, uh, I wouldn't say better th uh, better things. I'd say a, a slight shift in focus, which is allowing me to to grow Taylor's as a whole, yep. so we can help more people. 
Um, that's my goal ultimately. Yeah, help as You've many people as so possible. Much that you need to focus more on business management than the actual coaching side of yeah the fitness industry now. Yeah, I think um, I've served me time, so to speak, uh, in terms of being a coach. We got to the point in business where like we kind of things have come to a head in terms of like we we couldn't really progress any further without me dedicating more time to to actually operating and running the business and. Yeah leading the charge but that's a good testimony to you that you've built this like so big that you you've got to take a step back from the coaching now and just do what you need to do which is the the business aspect or the business side which yeah, is good. definitely i think uh, it's you know it can be difficult for for anyone to do so you know big shout out to anyone who's ever had to to change roles or like step away from something there and i'm still like truly passionate about it and I, I was honestly devastated having to to make the call to do it. Um, I'm still involved in coaching. I still do online coaching, uh, and of course, like I'll still be helping uh, my clients who supported me over the years. I'll still be helping them until the end of time. Uh, so I'm not going anywhere anytime soon, yeah. so to speak. So, uh, what's happened in recent history? I guess um, anything else that I need to cover? I opened the second facility uh, in 2016 in the same location. Um, so that was what, like nine months after, this gym. and then more recently moved to the city centre of Liverpool. So this was the big leap for us, and this is when we started to take things even more seriously. We started to attract even more talent. Yeah. Um, we saw the rise of Olympic weightlifting at Taylor's now. Um, Strong man. We're on the map. We are the place, the home of strength sports. We finally got a tagline for the business. It yeah. only took 10 years. <laughs> But yeah, this year, 2021, we're celebrating our 10th anniversary, our 10th year in business. So that's very exciting. Hopefully, all being well, uh, we get to really celebrate that. After lockdown. Let's not talk about the L word yet. We're going to get to that, aren't we? Yeah. The elephant's in the room. What about you, Thomas? Introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you want? So, I'm Thomas. Um, If you know me from the gym, I do mental performance coaching here. Um, since the first season, I've actually got my qualifications in personal training, so I'm now a strength coach here myself. Um, I did take a, a bit of a hiatus as well by going to Canada, um, which we talked about on the previous seasons. So, yeah, I'm back and um, I'm ready twice. to... Twice. Canada twice. Canada twice. twice. Yeah. Broke my heart twice. Sorry. Once you got a photo, second time, piss off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I'm back now. I'm back for good. Well, He's back. Well, back for good. Yeah, I'd I say that so. until I, I get my, uh, unless I get another travel bug. But at the minute, I am back for good. Mm, you might get another bug. <clears throat> COVID. COVID bug. Let's hope not. We're not going to talk about it yet, are we? No. Um, what are your origins, Thomas? I know I briefly touched on mine. But so just for people who are tuning in for the first for the time, first time, so. My background is in sports psychology. So I went to university, uh, uh, Liverpool Hope University, did a, a bachelor's in sports psychology. And then I went down to Bristol. I went to the University of the West of England. I did a master's and, got, and then yeah, I got my master's. Um, and I've done like stints in America doing like football coaching and coming back doing some football coaching. And then that's when I I scrapped football coaching for a bit and just focused on my mental performance stuff. And that's when I first came to you four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. 
Four years ago, Four 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the that fr- reference is correct because yep. uh, I might be doing jail time if it's wrong. Yep. And then that's when. Um, so I think I came in the summer of 2017. No, and 69 I, it was. In summer 69. Sorry. Terrible and then joke. I went and then I started Cycle Performance in November, I think. Love the name. Love the logo. We got we got that on on camera here. Shike Elite, love it. Unique. Yep. And it took me what like the logo took me a while to actually do, but the name just came to me. Elite Performance Psychology. I was like bang bang. Love it. And um, you know, since we're gonna touch on what we've been up to, you you made an impact in Canada. You took powerlifting to the area that you were living in. What was it called? Yukon. Yukon. Whitehorse. Whitehorse. Yukon. Yeah. So. Not many people were actually personal trainers there to start with. Uh, and then I came in, powerlifter, and loads of people started Showed getting into up. powerlifting. Yeah, Strongest yeah. in the gym? Mm, pound for pound, I Best was up tickers. there. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Because yeah. it was like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not putting it down to, like, I don't want to sound like big-headed or something, but like with commercial gyms, mm. when you walk into commercial gyms, you do seem to be like, the better pound for pound strongest not yeah but just technique wise as well i think like because oh, yeah, obviously a mess. being here i've i i was a mess yeah i was a mess when i first come here and yeah. then i started learning proper technique proper form all that sort of thing and then going back well, into yeah, the commercial you setting down, you know when you walk into the bunker and you look at the board and the strongest person on the board is a girl yeah. who's half your size half your weight but yep. double your strength yeah um, you better shut the fuck up and get lifting. Yeah, exactly. And and when I and it was weird coming from a commit from a a private gym back into a commercial setting. Mm. Um, just because like you see things in this commercial gyms and you're just like, what the f- what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? But you see it on Instagram all the time, don't you? Pile of the motivation, gym fails. Yeah. Shit just, like that. Just people doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing, like benching more and then I don't know it's just it's just a mess yeah. the commercial side's a mess mm. but then there was really but but I, I would say though that the personal trainers there were really really good and they were all about technique all about form and they were a question the majority so do you really feel good. like the standard of coaching is higher over there in Canada Um, no you haven't got like because here you've got like a copy and paste generic like stereotype PT, put it in the name, stick it in the bio. When really the abbreviated version means uh, physiotherapist or physical therapist, yeah. something along those lines. It doesn't actually mean personal trainer. Yeah, I, th- I think I think over there it depends Truth what bomb. kind of coach you are, mm. like what kind of person you are as well. Because people, I know, I'm not gonna obviously I'm not gonna name names, but I've, I know people in in. In where I was, where I was, and mm-hmm. the form wasn't great. What's his name? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. What he was, like his form was trash. To be honest, like mm-hmm. if you listen to he this, was spouting he, and he if was, you listen to this, would he know Tim? Yeah, probably. Yeah, he oh, spouted he loads of in. spouted a, a lot of shit. To be fair, yeah. You know what though? Was that in Canada? You get that everywhere you go, though. I know. You get that in fucking exercise for less in Belleville. Yeah. Drew said fucking bouncing around, killing all sorts. Yeah. Killing fifty kilos. And it's just like it's embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah. And then but there was other coaches that were spot on. Like, um 
there's a guy called Ross that I really took a lot from him. Like, I think he was in his 40s, mid-40s. And he was a strong dude, like, strong. And he was like, you know what? I hardly squat bench deadlift anymore because... Or it does like unilateral work and movements, make sure I like that. Like, yeah. hip airplanes, you know, you, know, you don't have to squat bench and deadlift to get strong. No, you don't have to. And in he's fact, a... unless you're competing for powerlifting, just avoid them because yeah. like they do fuck you up at some point. Yeah, but and you're trying to push them anyway to that to that level. Yeah, and and that's what he said. He was like, "Listen, I've done all what you used to do, trying to be the strongest, trying to push loads of weight." And he's like, "I just fucked myself up." You can only do it for so long, and um, yeah, I can. I am a fucking testament to that. I'm yeah. still trying to find new ways to fuck myself up all the time. Since we're talking about um, what we've been up to, I've I'm now converted. I now do Olympic weightlifting. Dark side. Last time I've switched to the dark side. Yeah, dark side. Uh, I've been fully converted. So um, season one, I was um, in my last year or so. Not that I knew it at the time of powerlifting. Yeah. Um, and then the, what I wanted to, my strategy was to, to learn a little bit about Olympic weightlifting but you can't just learn a little bit about Olympic weightlifting if you've done Olympic weightlifting and I know you've tried um, it's super humbling like yep. there's so much to learn I don't if have you the think powerlifting is hard to get into then, then don't even bother with Olympic weightlifting because it's just on another fucking level the fact that you've got to like change position multiple times yep. with weight and then it's not just it's not A to B. Like you've got to be dynamic. You've got yeah. to be able to like, um, you got to you got to be able to flow. It's not like uh, static strength like powerlifting. It's dynamic. Yeah. Like one minute you're fucking, one minute you you're in like a deadlift position. Next minute the the weight's like getting turned over into a front squat. So this is what I'm talking about clean and jerk. Yeah. Uh, and then it's going overhead. But then each time you've got to try and drop under it quickly. Yeah. Um, so it's very difficult like you, you've got to be able to do things quickly but also you've got to learn them slowly and it's hard especially if you come from a powerlifting, a powerlifting background yeah. like me where it's fucking instant like it's ingrained in my mind to do um, knees forward uh, on the squat or something like that or like I'll use the deadlift as an example just because you're pulling off the floor all the time uh, with the deadlifts, you, you're trying to uh, lock the weight out by moving your hips forwards through the load. Now, with Olympic weightlifting, you've got to keep going. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where I'd usually like stop, and then I wouldn't even have to think about it because I'd done thousands, tens of thousands of deadlifts over the years. I've now got to think, I've got to keep going and jump up with the weight. And uh, when you first do it, it's pretty scary. Yeah, and I that's what, when the first time I tried um, Olympic weightlifting, is that I remember Joe telling me that I'm too fast off the floor. He said, "Stop being a powerlifter, like, because I'm ripping her off the ground like I would a deadlift." And he's right like, "No, up. you need, yeah, you need to be slower." And for me, I just don't have the patience for an Olympic weightlifting, and I know I don't hit the nail on the head. So, Gotta be patient. Yeah, Definitely. I don't have the patience for it, so I'd rather just. I haven't powerlift. got the patience yet. I am really stubborn. Yeah, and that's why I'm still doing it. I ultimately started this to get a, to get a grasp of the sport to like understand it because we offer it as an experience for people now. Yeah. It's a service. It has, it has literally grown to similar levels um, in terms of like the community and stuff and how many uh, new lifters it's attracting and 
uh, the, just like the hype around it, like yeah. it, it has kind of grew to the same level as powerlifting yeah. at Taylor's now. Um, yeah. It's probably, would you say it's on may, par or maybe, maybe even, even better? Maybe bigger. Maybe yeah, even I'd bigger at this bigger, point. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say especially now that I've stepped back from powerlifting and kind of my lifters are kind of just doing their own thing now. Yeah, um, yeah Olympic weightlifting's become a real force at Taylor's now. Yeah. So we're just going to do the same with Strongman now. So get a move on, Chris and Adam. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, what else have we been up to? What else has happened recently? Let's um, not talk about COVID yet, because that is the next one. Um, that's trying to think. What's been going on with you? Obviously, you you went over there. Uh, you come back here. Yep. So, oh, okay then. We'll talk about that then. Yeah. Um. So, basically, I came over. Well, came back over because I thought, you know what? I think like Taylor's that I was missing the gym in terms of like the um the private the private training if that makes sense not like the commercial gyms like i wouldn't like to work in a commercial gym again but i wanted to come back here do my personal training in a private gym that people know what they're doing mm-hmm. and i thought i'd get i'd be able to step up the ladder on a in the business instead of just being a coach if that makes sense yeah yeah for sure yeah 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 i think uh Taylor's always been a home away from home, I guess, for yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, obviously definitely. You've grown here so much, and uh, and then it's obviously inspired you to to start coaching too, which you took over to to Canada, and that you've now brought back, and yeah. uh, hopefully, once all this COVID malarkey's in the bin, it's only going to be um, only going to be good stuff and steps forwards for yeah. yourself and, and more growth yeah. for us all. That's what we wanted, yeah. like after lockdown, it's just everyone sure. getting back to normal. Mm-hmm. For sure. And coaches thriving. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Should we address the elephants in the room then? Should we talk about lockdown, everyone's favorite topic of conversation? You hear it five, six, seven thousand times a day now. Yeah. Go on then, how's your lockdown been? Uh, honestly, I've been fine. People are like, oh, you're okay, like uh, the gym. Yeah, obviously it's a worry and it's always in the back of my mind. But if anyone knows me well, I always try and like, I always try and f- at least switch me focus. I always try and focus on what uh, opportunity there is. So, or like what positive I can take out of something. Yeah. So I'll never let the negative really beat me down unless it's super, super bad and there's kind of no going back kind of thing. Yeah. But um. I'll always try and look at things as like, okay, right, we can't do this. It's a system essentially, isn't it? We yeah. can't do this. We can't do that. We can't operate normally. So what can I do in place of that time? So nothing changed for me. I spent one day working from home the first day of the lockdown. Yeah. Realized straight away that I was nowhere near as productive or efficient and was constantly distracted. It wasn't the right environment for me. So I've like 100%, 100% got empathy for people who are stuck working at home yeah. unless you prefer it and you you know that that is your environment then cool um but i don't want to uh, i don't want to shit where i sleep you know yeah so yeah. um yes yeah, so for me it's just like straight back in the gym after uh, day two of the lockdown and then started to to plan uh in terms of like how we could use that time to improve what we do in the gym how we operate as well as a business, improve the processes of the business, uh, how I was going to transition from being a coach to just running the business. That was my first taste of it really because I wasn't coaching. I was sending out online sessions and stuff every day, um, but I wasn't like on the gym floor coaching. So my hours changed a little bit as well. I yeah. found that I was coming in a lot earlier 
Um, and then I was starting to uh, starting to just put in like a consistent um, consistent days and consistent times rather than rather than coming in at like half seven eight in the morning and then leaving at nine at night. Yep. I'd be coming in at half seven eight in the morning, leaving at half seven eight at night. Yeah. Uh, so I found I was recovering better. It, generally speaking, it was a lot better for me. So I've taken a lot of positives out of it. To be honest, do you feel like you've got more of a routine now? Yeah. Since lockdown. Yeah, or? yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Um, I've got massive empathy for anyone who struggled throughout the lockdown. And I will use the buzzword, unprecedented. It's been an unprecedented time. Um, This is probably never going to happen again in our lifetimes. Our kids and their kids are going to learn about it. Um, However you feel about COVID, uh, apart from you bellends with your your tinfoil hats, you just can fuck off. Uh, It's affected the entire world. The entire population has been affected by this apart from tribes i guess somewhere yeah uh, but even then i actually read somewhere that, that that there was a tribe somewhere that was affected by it. oh really yeah 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 i could have sworn i read it somewhere but anyway oh, it's all the end it's of the destroyed earth. lives yeah um it's destroyed businesses and livelihoods it's destroyed people's mental uh, mental health uh physical health i think the whole thing around shutting gyms and stuff and not prioritizing health in, uh, in terms of like um what gyms can offer people yeah. physically and mentally uh, I thought that was mishandled. Um, any any government, whether you hate the Tories or whatever, you know, you're left or right or in the middle, any government would have struggled with this. Um, and hindsight's a beautiful thing, isn't it? And something that we can all learn from. That's why we study history, so we can learn from our mistakes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I do believe uh, any government would have struggled. But um, yeah, don't agree with everything that they've done. But uh, yeah, the, the whole thing, I guess, has, has been a mess. But I think we're starting to, to come out the other end now, now that we've got the vaccine. The fact that they turned the vaccine around in such a short space of time. And so many people have been vaccinated. Once again, I- unprecedented. But uh, yeah, four, over 4 million people now, yeah. as of the 19th of January, 2021. Yeah, uh, yeah and it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's been, it's been a mad time. I really wish that obviously none of it had happened. But, um, you know, I think there's still opportunity and there's still positives that can be taken it just depends on your mindset depends on the sort of person you are and and the sort of um the sort of things that you surround yourself with as well i think it's important if you're constantly looking at the news and stuff like that it gets you down um yeah you know exactly yeah and like you, you know you're reading uh comments online um that get you down and then you know you, you you're allowing the tinfoil hat people the the woke squad if you like the woke what are they what cosmic cycle wokes cosmic scallies is it yeah cosmic, cosmic scallies yeah <laughs> fuck off just the cosmics just, yeah, just get the a cosmics. grip yeah um and i think if you can um if you can ignore that see past it and just focus on what positive changes you can make in your life then you're going to be able to start creating opportunities for yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my take on it anyway. And we'll get yours in part two of The Bar Is Loaded. Was that 25 minutes? Yeah. We are back. This is part two of The Return of The Bar Is Loaded. It's me, Danny Taylor. Tom Regan. Thomas Regan. The Thomas president Regan. has returned. Back from the dead. 
Um, what's your account of COVID then? So how has it affected you? Give us your give us your two cents. Um, all right. So obviously this is my actual first lockdown because where I was in the Yukon, there was a, no um, first lockdown in March. I actually left just before you went into lockdown. Mm. We didn't have a lockdown. Fucking ran away. Yeah. Left us with exactly. uh, all the shit. Yep. In the to summer. Take the pieces up. Again, no lockdown. And then... Why was that? Is it because the population's so small? Is it because it's such a rural area? Is um, it because it's fucking Baltic? All of, the, all of that. All, all of, of the it, above. All of it, really. Because, um, so, in the whole of the Yukon, in the whole of the territory, there's about 45, 50,000 people, I think. Um, and in, the, in Whitehorse, where I was from, there's 35,000 people. Um, wow! So they could contain it really, really quickly. Well, that that's the population of Kenny, isn't it, Scott? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, oh sorry, Anfield. Anfield. Population of Anfield. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how many people were in my house. Hmm. Um, so once someone there's a few cases, and it got shut down really quickly, as because there's not that many people there, they could like enforce it more mm. so they go to the houses um and do all sort that sort of thing um and knock on the door with a shotgun that sort of thing or yeah exactly yeah. and just say like well people were getting fined or imprisoned there was a woman that actually went to the pharmacy and said oh i think i've got covid but i need to get me prescription mm. and shoot it on site fined oh and I think, I don't know if she, she went to court, but I don't know what happened to her. Mm. She on um, death row now? Probably, yeah. Yeah. COVID, well, COVID. yeah uh, look, you know, the fine is tame for America. Uh, sorry, Canada. Yeah. Yeah, that's why she got the fine, because it's Canada. Yeah. Um, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm just, I'm just playing. Teasing. And, yeah, it's mad, it's mad though. It was mad, like, um, they, contain, they contained it, and anyone that was coming in, they'd just make them isolate. So they're just super strict. They yeah, had a lot of mitigating measures. Yep. And then when I come back home, when I come back to England, um, when I was in the airport in Vancouver, that's when Boris wants to do the lockdown for November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just as you were coming back. Just as I was coming back. Yeah. But, so you were in the airport when you found this out? Yeah. Was so you we, like really tempted to just be like, fuck this? Go back, go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We but we spent too much money up. on flights and yeah. stuff. and But then... Funnily enough, when we went when we came back to Liverpool, there was an outbreak of COVID from in Whitehorse. Mm. Like there was a lot of a lot of people. You keep had dodging it. these uh, these these spikes, these outbreaks, these lockdowns. Almost, I was so I was so lucky. I'm really lucky to be honest, not to mm. even get it. Never mind, like just escaping lockdowns. Mm. So this is my first lockdown. Do you know anyone who's had it? Um, yeah, a few people. That I think. The second time in November, when I first came back, when I did my two-week isolation, hardly anyone I knew had it. But this lockdown... Every fucker's got it. Everyone's got it, yeah. Mm. It's weird, isn't it? How yeah, I think everyone knows someone who's who's had it now or had it themselves. Yeah. It's 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 mad. Madness. Madness. But, yeah, so, I mean, because this is my first lockdown, um, it's been fine, ups and downs, but, like, I mean, we're only 10 days into it out. No. 
two weeks into it? Uh, two weeks, yeah, it's the 19th. So yeah, yeah. We're two weeks into it. Two weeks, but it's January, so that's the equivalent of two years. Yeah, January is the worst month for the lockdown as well. Mm. It's cold, it's dark, it's damp. Mm. Yesterday, Great. it was Blue... Bl- oh, no, sorry, that wasn't yesterday, was it? Was it, was it yesterday? Blue, Blue Monday? Or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, I seen your post it's like about it. That's a stupid bastard trend. Yeah. Um, that it's the most is, depressing day. Yeah, it's like it. yeah, yeah. It's built up to be the most fuck off. Yeah. Why are you trying to make people feel worse? Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's okay not to be okay and all that, and have like your your you days and your your mental health days, but like don't create a trend out of it for fuck's sake. And then you've got companies trying to capitalize on it. There's a discount for Blue Monday to cheer you up. Yeah. Fuck off. So it's just the corporate. Scam. Oh, that pisses yeah. me off. This is why people have got problems with capitalism because it's in the wrong hands. Yeah. But anyway, that is an episode for another time. Yeah. Um, should mm. we move on? Yeah. Well, are we, are we done with COVID? Because yeah. we're, prob- we're probably going to be talking about COVID again in about 15 minutes after this, aren't we? Or someone's going to talk to us about it. You yeah. can't go a day now without speaking about fucking COVID. I can't wait until we have the, we have the episode, we have the, the show, post-pandemic show, and we can be like, oh, remember COVID? Ha, yeah. ha, ha. What a good old time. Everyone's going to be uh, so happy when this lockdown's finished. Everyone can go yeah, back to for about five minutes. the new normal. Or, for about five minutes. And then everyone's going to go back into the taking everything for granted. Yeah. So... Let's hope not, but um, I think there might be a small amount of people who um, who've maybe changed their mindset and and whatnot. But yeah, yeah you know, I've I, not. I, speaking of changing mindsets, I think I've gone more all in on certain aspects of, of what I do. So especially um, on Instagram, I'm just on Instagram constantly. I'm trying to do out new ideas, posts and stuff. New, you know, just trying to engage with people and. Great marketing technique, though. Yeah, just just engaging with people just to yeah. make sure, like, even though it's through a screen, I'm, I'm trying to give them information that'll help them during lockdown or when they come back to the gym, you know. Value. Yeah. It's key. Not just being on there to consume. Yep, and you and I think you're doing exactly the same thing. That's our babe. You're welcome. No, I have really stepped it up. Um, that's one thing that's changed recently. Yeah. Really stepped it up. We've got a full year planned for content. This is part of it. You might notice we've uh, we've got a professional setup thanks to hashtag Fat Dad Lifts. Uh, go follow him on Instagram. The man, the myth, the legend. That is Scott Hedges. I don't know whether he wants to be named, but it's out there now. Uh, get on him. Um, what a guy. I'm not going to say. I'm biased because he's also my client, but um, we wouldn't be doing this with the such a professional setup now yeah. if it weren't for Mr. Hedges himself. Yeah, well look back back in the day when me and you used to uh, do it, we used to well, have a tripod on your phone. We just done I, it, didn't we? Yeah, we it was it. raw, it was yeah. badly edited. Yep. Um Danny Staples hated it all because uh, he had a really high standard for the podcast and I didn't know uh, that. Uh, yeah, of course. Oh, I'm gonna go tell him. And go, he's outside now. Yeah. Get him. Get him. You won't be able to see you coming, but get him. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, he hates us. He hates the podcast. And um, yeah, he can go fuck himself. Just kidding, Dan. You know I love you. Uh, Dan's gonna be one of my uh, best men at my wedding, which Ooh. is taking place in October this year. That's something to look forward to. But that is content from their episode. Should we talk about what we're doing? Why have we revived this? What are we? Uh, what have we got planned? Um, so I think for for this season, especially with the lockdown, with COVID, um, I would like to talk more on like 
maybe more mental health stuff I don't think because obviously we're a powerlifting mm. lift strength podcast but I think at this moment in time personally I think mental health is a big is a big um, a lot a of big people, aspect of lifting a lot of people will use lifting as a form of escapism yeah. and one thing I noticed which became really apparent and I'll just I'll just touch base buzzword fucking hate that but anyway yeah I'll just touch base um Lost my trailer thoughts. Uh, yeah, so um, escapism. Right. When we had to shut the first time, there were so many people who just like fully deteriorated because they didn't have an outlet. Yeah. And it breaks my heart, genuinely. I'm not even joking. Like, really upset me. Yeah. Because I'd hit, like, for me, it's being able to like do something, do some work or whatever it might be. And like, for people to have the gym and tailors in particular as their only way to escape it like fucked me up i was like yeah. fucking hell these people really need to find another reason to to exist and something else to look forward to and you know yeah. but you know i think that'll be a good uh, good topic of conversation to cover yeah. i like and, the idea of that and that's why i started that well i only started it yesterday but that 30 day challenge of different you doing different types of fitness because strength training is not lifting weights is not the only thing that we can do like people can do cardio you know move more do yoga master calisthenics there you go yeah you say that with a lisp calisthenics but yeah i mean there are different avenues and people need to explore because they may they might stumble onto something new and they might just leave strength training altogether yeah people do look at me I mean, okay, I'm not. I haven't left strength training, but I, I do. I also do jujitsu. Yeah, martial arts. I would never stop doing jujitsu. I'd never stop doing strength training. But my my background is fitness. Yeah. Um, during lockdown, because there was the threat of like, and it, like people were actually taking it seriously. Then, um, we were running to the gym. Yeah, we run to the gym. Yeah, I can be here legally. I've got to be here every day for uh, security purposes. Anyway, at least check the site to make sure the fucking building isn't on fire or whatever. We've not been broken into, etc., etc., etc. But anyway, um, yeah, because like we kind of didn't want to be taking the piss, just like going for a stroll. We we wants to actually we actually wants to take advantage of the fact that we we could go outside uh, once or I think it was once a day to begin with yeah. um, for the run. Um, so yeah, we we just run here every day. So yeah, run. Um, use your body, use your body weight. Uh, get creative with things. That's what Scott's been doing around the home. Yeah, do uh, challenge yourself to push do up like push ups and squats push, push or challenges. Anything. And you know, uh, just try and find a way. If there's yeah. a will, there's a way. But you know, you've really got to try and dig deep sometimes, and I not always go against the grain. But sometimes you need to. You got to pick yourself up. Yeah, and like with me doing this, like movement thing that i've been doing for the last today i mean i'm gonna put a video up you'll probably see it i look like an idiot i've seen you on the cctv yeah i look yeah. like an idiot don't i yeah i i thought you'd fell out of a tree but then i realized <laughs> what i was doing yeah because you're gonna look stupid doing things for the first time aren't you you're not yeah. gonna like you're not expecting to come into a power well into a gym like this and go and squat 200 straight away without yeah. practicing to get up to the the 200 it's like the same with yoga you're not going to get into every position and with the movement thing as well i look like a fucking idiot yeah. but eventually hopefully in a couple of weeks 
I'll look better. It'll look different. I'll look more At least less elegant. Of an idiot. Yeah. I would love to see you looking elegant. I mean, that is my. I've got I've got big hopes. I've got big hopes for for your for your aspirations to become more elegant. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, be a it'd be a it'd be a thing. That'd be a milestone. I think in my life, a highlight. I'll be like. Yeah, like when Danny Lee done the the two step in the Raz. Uh, <laughs> half five, six in the morning. I, I need to. Nights. Do I need to get to that standard of? Um, yeah, because nothing's topped it yet. Okay. Definitely up there with, like, just all time. Major things that have happened in my life, absolute You'll highlights. Take it to your grave. Honestly, yeah, I'll I'll never forget that. <laughs> if I do, then just just do me. Um, my plans for this season. Uh, I guess I wanna be consistent with this. And the plan is to do a ten episode season. Um have a little have a little hiatus, have a small break, but actually have it all planned out. Whereas previously we would do it like on the fly. Yeah. We would do it when we were free. And then if one week we weren't free, it'd get delayed by two weeks and then there was the video editing which we've outsourced to Scott now. Yeah. Uh, we've obviously upped the production, which is gonna um make it more of an experience for people who watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to like. I really want to be consistent with this. Uh, I want to help as many people as possible, of course. Um, improve our exposure to. Uh, really, just like get it out there and try and reach as many people as possible. Yeah. Uh, and you know, if uh, if it makes someone smile, if someone can get a little something out of this, whether it's a bit of advice, whether it cheers someone up. Uh, whatever, as long as it brings something positive to, some, to someone's life, that's my kind of goal for the for yeah. the podcast, and sell as much merch as possible. But um, no, yeah, we 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 got the old merch on. The old we got merch our on. kits on. We need new merch. New merch coming soon. Watch this space, and um, yeah, pre-order start Monday. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, see that that's the, that that's my kind of thing. I do want to cover more topics um, than what we did previously, but still touch on things like mental health, nutrition, lifting, life, yeah. business, everything. Now yeah. that I feel like I've got, well, I've definitely got more experience, but I've got a better perspective of things too. And hindsight's a beautiful thing. I think it'd be good to look back at what we've done and then maybe like do. Uh, part twos or like follow-ups on um, previous topics that we've covered or maybe go yeah. more in depth it'll be interesting to see if our opinions have actually changed in a couple of years in a few years mm-hmm. see how how much have we changed as, yeah. as people how, how much do we feel we, about uh, steroid users and stuff like that yeah yeah i mean good times yeah i, th- <laughs> I think i to be honest i think i mean i think both of us have done a lot of growing in the last two years I've been six foot the whole time. So. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do. More dad I, jokes coming in future episodes, so <laughs> stick around if you want some really poor jokes. But yeah, I think... No, I agree. We'll, we'll, we'll in see. In all seriousness, I agree. Yeah. I think, I think we've we've both changed. Maybe not like personality-wise, but I think I, we're not I've a ways of thinking. Honestly, my perspective of life now, I feel like I'm... I feel like I've I've ascended. Enlightened. You know, I've not gone... You've gone I've not gone Cosmic the, Scally. <laughs> um, but I have like I've got such like a, such a better grasp of like the world now I yeah. feel and fuck knows what, how I'm going to feel in a few years or 10 years or 20 years because if I feel like this now and I'm like fucking hell like that's how that works or yeah. you know the, I'm looking the, at things differently yeah it's the crazy. older we are the wiser we get mm, maybe yeah more stubborn as well but um we should probably wrap up yeah. so quick fire 
couple of minutes. We've got four minutes. Um, what are your plans as an individual, personally and professionally, 2021? Um, okay, so personally, um, just keep doing what I've been doing for the last couple of months. Self-development, read a lot. Love it. Journal more. Love um it. Just try and hit as many goals, hit as many targets as I can. And I think by... Okay, so for me... Um, Quick fire. Okay, never mind. Then. Don't want stories. All right, so I just think that my by changing my personal development, by making it better, will just make my business better. It'll yeah. make my business review better. Yeah, for and, sure. And um, yeah... So that's that's it basically. Love it. Can't um, wait to see it happen. Comes to fruition. Yep. And then Taylor's here. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing, keep grinding, and do more, and get more responsibilities. Hustle. Hustle. Grind. Yep. Entrepreneurial. Love it. What Great. about you? For me, um, bounce back. Definitely, because we had so many targets and goals that we were supposed to hit and we didn't. Uh, that being said, we did somewhat. Where we didn't just survive the lockdown, we actually thrived as a result of the work that was done throughout the lockdown, the improvements that we made in the gym, the improvements that we made to the processes, um, the people that we brought in, like yourself, Chris, etc. Yep. Bounce back, bounce back hard, um, grow, tailors exponentially. Um, yeah, help more people ultimately. Yep. Grow strong, man. Adam, Chris, pull your fingers off, fellas. Let's go. But yeah, I really want to put our resources behind that and uh, put our resources behind a new service, Super Total. Super Total. Yeah. Which is another episode. Yeah, and just be the place, the home of Strength Sports, but more people know it, you know? Mm, yeah. Go just from not, 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 not just being known locally, but being known nationally and internationally. Yeah. Maybe not 2021, but. Got in the grand scheme of things. Got a dream. Yeah. Five Got years, ten years. Yeah, why not, eh? Yeah. Yeah, um, smash some goals and uh, smash a few heads in as well. I'm going to go for my second dance. So personally, yeah, go for <laughs> the next growth in Jiu-Jitsu. Um, yeah, and then uh, start just putting things in place for, for, for growing tailors and realising that the strategic objective, some of the goals, the strategic objective for, for the biz, which we can talk about in future episodes. Yeah. Which I um, need to. Well, I kind of know some of them, but not all of them. I'll bring you up to speed. Yep. Guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this pilot episode of The Bar is Loaded. I've been Danny Taylor. And Thomas Regan. Catch you next time. Bye bye. Peace.